Hi, welcome to Dr. C and the D. I'm Dr. Carol Kowalczyk. This is our 20th anniversary of Michigan Center for Fertility Women's Health. And I'm here with Alexa Karbowski, who is the rock star PA with me. And we thought we'd talk a little bit about, we get asked all the time, uh, how did Michigan Center for Fertility and Women's Health get started? So I was able to join this fabulous practice about nine years ago, um, just to give a little insight into my story. And then Dr. Kowalczyk can tell her beginning roots, but it will be nine years this year that I've been with the practice. I've been doing this field my entire career, which is almost 12 years. And I'm from Michigan and really my passion is this field. I wanted to stay in it, but I really didn't know what to expect when I was moving back to the area. And I remember um, a few of the drug reps in the area, you know, people were contacting others and trying to help me out. And there was a list of, this is a good spot. This is a good location. And I remember they were like, Dr. This is, this is, this is, this is where you want to be, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, pretty much. Okay. That's a lot of pressure, right? So (laughs) went to a lot of places, a lot of great interviews. It was wonderful, but I will never forget that day. I met Dr. Kowalczyk and I was like, yeah, that, that's the one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that she was a passionate person. I believed in the philosophy of how she practiced and how she cared for patients. I enjoyed the warmth of her office and the staff. And, you know, let me just tell you, it wasn't probably the best timing for her, but she mm-hmm. uh, made some changes and made it happen. Um, and here we are almost 10 years later together. So I feel so blessed and privileged to be here for, you know, almost half of her journey. And she can tell how that all began because, you know, she's done so many amazing things to get this practice to this point. And I'm hope I can be here until the end. And oh, you better when, <laughs> when the end comes, you know, well, uh, what are those things that you, as a, that you go tour on that are like the unicycles or you see, you know, the tandem yes. things, whatever. So I have a question for you. You, uh, what made you uh, want to, when you were in PA school, what made you want to do fertility? Yes. So I had a subtle, very mild interest um, due to a family member who is a reproductive endocrinologist. And he was still in his training at that time. And was like, you should really check this out. It's a really, and I, I thought it sounded very interesting and rewarding. Um, and I did a few rotations with him. And I think after that and seeing, I knew that I always wanted to be in a field that was a mix of, I I, I like procedural things, but I really like connecting to people. I like the emotional aspect. I like talking to patients. Um, And I really just felt that this field, not only is it interesting and ever-changing, and there's so much that is constantly coming up and learning and so dynamic and you get all of that and you get some procedural stuff and you really make a lasting imprint on people's lives. And it was just the most unique field that I came across. You know, there's really nothing I could compare to that. And I was very hopeful that it would all work out. I really, a series of just odd events that lined up, you know, mm-hmm. I came across a physician when I graduated and just happened to say, Hey, I'm looking for a PA she was starting her own practice and I wasn't even supposed to get that email. And I did. And I reached out to her. So again, it was like, wow, this is, is this luck? Is this coincidence? And who would have known, you know, years later that I would have needed treatment myself. You know, both of my children are from the efforts of Dr. Kowalczyk. 
And at that time, I never would have envisioned being in that. So I really think that it was just truly meant to be, you Mm -hmm. know, and I do think that it's just such a unique field of medicine for all of those reasons. And it can be challenging and emotional and difficult, but it is, it is so rewarding. Mm -hmm. Do you hear that passion, you guys? That's exactly what I heard nine years ago when she came into my office and she had called, you're right. You had called and you were like, Hey, I'm a PA and I'm, you know, interested, whatever. And I was just, you know, I'd been there for 10 years. I didn't have anyone that was there to help. And I thought, oh, well, I I talked to some colleagues. I'm like, well, have you worked with PAs before? There are a lot of PAs in fertility. And the minute Alexa walked in the door, I mean, she's beautiful inside and out. And that passion really showed through in that interview. And I remember when she left, I looked at my staff and I'm like, where do we sign? I mean, is she in the car yet? You know, maybe we should just like grab her in the parking lot and like turn around and say, you know, you're, we'd love to have you work with us. But, you know, it's that energy and that passion that is really important when you work with me, because, you know, one of the things that, that started the practice uh, years ago was a group of people who had that same passion. And I, I just, I fell in love with that passion in you, Alexa. And I think that you, your passion has never, ever faltered. And together we have built a great, I'm so proud of you. And, and together we have built such a great practice and we've included Dr. Boudry's, uh, who is phenomenal, who again, wasn't quite ready to have another team member, but you know what? She had the same kind of passion. And then now Amanda Johnson, who is a, a new newbie PA, who's doing remarkably well, who still has that passion. So, you know, I, I think that that's our key to our practice. And, and I yes. think what makes us um, unique is the passion that we have, um, for the patients and, and learning new things, you know? Um, so how did Michigan center start? Well, I was at Hustle hospital. So I was, you know, born in Detroit, homegrown, went to St. Lads and Hamtramck high school, went on to U of M Dearborn for college, and then was very privileged to get accepted to Wayne medical school very proud of that. And uh, from there, did a residency in OBGYN at Hutzel and then following that a fellowship at Hutzel Hospital and uh, was on staff there after finishing for about seven years and loved it, loved my team and loved the patients. Uh, And then, you know, I had finished with uh, my family, uh, you know, having my, my babies and, uh, Uh, you know, it was getting to be a little struggle because I have a vision about taking care of patients and the system, you know, sometimes when you're in a large system, it can be a little challenging to take care of patients the way you'd like to take care of them. So I found that a little frustrating uh, when 2002 happened. And one Thursday night when I was in the office with Southfield, I had five employees come to my office at the end of the day and closed the door. And I thought to myself, what did I do? What do they want? And I was shocked because they said to me, we love how you take care of patients. We love how you practice medicine. If you quit, we'll follow you. And I said, say again. And it was my two nurses. It was my front desk person and two of my billers. And they're like, no, we're serious. You know, you quit. We will follow you to make a a practice. And I had thought about it, but I had never really thought to do it. 
so I went home, threw up, talked to my husband, and I said, okay, this happened to me. Um, I would love to do this, but I'm terrified. You know, what if it doesn't work? That's a lot, you know, on me. And it puts a lot of pressure, you know, that it's going to work because the staff members are literally going to quit. And that's a lot. And uh, so my husband believed in me. They believed in me. I felt we could do a better job in taking care of patients in a more personalized way. So I did. I, I, I quit. And, uh, you know, first of all, I, I, I gave the opportunity for where I was to incorporate some ideas to make things a little more personal. And uh, that kind of was not um, well received. And I think administrations and sometimes big systems, their hands are tied to do certain things. Uh, so when I quit, they sure as heck did. They all quit uh, one by one. And uh, Michigan Center was started in the living room of my nurse, Lisa Perry. So she had an extra phone line put in. We found our first office on 12 and Shaner. It's 5,000 square feet. At least it. Um, it had uh, two exam rooms. It had a little lab, a waiting room. It was very small. And uh, it just took off. And uh, patients found me. You know, they weren't allowed to know where I went, but patients are good about finding things and finding people. And uh, so the practice grew. And then one of my uh, nurses uh, knew of our embryologist, who is wonderful, uh, who said, you know, I've got a great embryologist, you should meet him. And I think he's fabulous. Well, how things turned out, the phone call was missed, the fax never happened, the email never showed up, and he was ready to give up. And uh, she said, try one more time. And, and, and he did after the first of the year in 2023, the practice started in November of 2022, 20, yeah, 2002. And uh, in January, 2003, he connected and we saw each other in the spring and I wasn't planning on doing IVF for five years. And he said, we can do this. So we converted a little room into an IVF lab and we had, you know, enough for one stretcher. And in August of 2003, we had our first IVF and we have been going strong since then. And so our, we outgrew the first office after five years and then moved to 13 and Mound, which is twice the size. And then now have progressed to, you know, a, Birmingham, a Bloomfield office and a Plymouth office. And now this year we're going to have satellites, uh, pop-ups and we're working on two more satellites uh, in the works over the next couple of years. So it's been, uh, it's been a blessing. And it's been, you know, Alexa and I are doing things how we feel it should be done. And that is a very individualized, not cookie cutter, not state your name IVF type of approach. Doesn't mean you don't need IVF down the road, but, you know, we try to incorporate all aspects of the patient. Yes. And that's, I think definitely one of the things that I noticed right off the bat. And, you know, I just want to say congratulations to you because you are really a role model to me and to so many people and you've just accomplished so much. So you deserve a lot of recognition for that, that I know you don't like to take, but it really is, it really is remarkable. And, you know, the patients see it and your staff sees it. And we know that, you know, you are different as we were you know, we're told by patients, we're told by people all the time that there's just a different touch. And that's, and that's primarily because of you. So oh, congratulations. You we love you. And <laughs> I'm happy that I'm here with you. You know what I, this is what you feel. I, I love that you said that, but back at you, you know, 
you know, when everyone tells me about that, I, I'm nothing without my team. And, and, and I can't do what I do without the beautiful staff that I have. And I appreciate all those words, Alexa. And, and, and I can't believe it's been 20 years. I mean, we're so excited to have a 20th anniversary and we're still going strong. And, and I can't do it without the incredible staff. And, and one of the things that is important about me hiring and Alexa hiring is we can teach you the whole fertility thing. It's a very small niche that no one learns, but you can't teach love. You can't teach compassion. You can't teach empathy. You can't teach what your mom and your grandma taught you. And that's to be how to care for people. And, and, you know, are we perfect? No, we're not perfect. You know, no one is, but what we try to do is, is make it that once you hit the door, we really try hard to make it that you're not a number and that you're part of that family. And, and, uh, and that's where I appreciate you and the, and the whole team, because, you know, it's, it's something that's really important to us. Yes. Cheers to 20 more years. <laughs> you got it. And with that, I just want to thank you for listening and, and appreciating hearing about how we started. And uh, hopefully there'll be 20 more years. We'll have to be in walkers and wheelchairs or what are those things that, you know how when you wear the helmet and you're standing up and it's the motorized thing, what are they called? Oh, we'll all be we'll all be going on those you know i don't think those those bikes that are in the city of detroit but those those like things that yeah stand up on we'll all be like motorizing those it might be a little dangerous we might have to make our our walkways a little wider but you know we're not planning on any ending anytime soon but anyway again thank you for listening this is dr carol kowalczyk from dr c and the d and we will talk to you soon